Hi, this is Anika Gandhi from Anika's DIY Life, and you are listening to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. Food bloggers, I want to take a really quick second here to talk to you about something new that we're starting this summer. I'm super excited about it. I am loving this new movement of food bloggers who are digging into podcasting as a way to add an awesome, unique new layer to their business. I feel so passionately about this topic. Audio is so powerful and food bloggers digging into audio in the form of podcasting is going to be a huge, successful movement. It will be a way to expand your brand into new areas that you cannot even imagine There is an entire episode dedicated to this. So go listen to episode number 306 if you haven't already. And I promise you're going to be inspired to dig into audio yourself. As a way to support this movement, I am creating a group coaching experience starting in June of 2022. If you are interested in joining us, there are a limited number of spots available just because I want to give you all my dedicated attention. Send me an email at megan at eatblogtalk.com if you're interested. I am including an introductory rate. It's a monthly rate. If you want in, you will be locked in at that rate. Send me an email. Tell me you're interested in the group coaching for podcasters. And I can't wait to see you inside and I can't wait to see how this just totally explodes your business. All right, back to the episode. Food bloggers, hey, welcome to eBlog Talk, the podcast for food bloggers looking for the value and confidence that will move the needle forward in their businesses. This episode is sponsored by Rank IQ. I'm your host, Megan Porta, and you're listening to episode number 323. Today I have Anika Gandhi with me. She is going to talk to us all about using videos and reels to generate engagement. Anika Gandhi is the creator behind Anika's DIY Life, which is a website, YouTube channel, and social media channels, where her goal is to inspire and empower beginners with woodworking, DIY, and home improvement ideas and skills. Her work has been showcased in Popular Woodworking, Family Handyman, HGTV.com, DIY Network, Apartment Therapy, BuzzFeed, and Molly Makes, among others. Annika, it's such a pleasure to have you here. How are you today? Thanks so much, Megan. It's I am great and it's amazing to be here. I'm excited to talk about reels and videos. It's been a bit of a hot topic lately in mm-hmm. the food blogging space. But before we get into it, I want to hear what your fun fact is. So my fun fact is that I am a trained Indian classical dancer I trained for almost 10 years when I was back in India, and I still love all things dance and love learning new dance techniques, and yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So you said 10 years you trained Yes, yes. Wow, so you must be amazing. And you dance regularly still? Not as regularly as I would like, especially in the last eight, nine years since, you know, the kids and stuff. (laughs) But I do, I try to, yeah. Do you plan on teaching your kids to dance? Well, my daughter is all into dance. She does ballet, jazz, and tap. And yeah, she's all about dance. (laughs) Oh, so cool. Love that. And do you dance on your videos and reels? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe we should incorporate that in. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I would do that with woodworking and Yeah. Oh, right. That would make it very interesting. (laughs) But you are an expert with videos and reels. And I'm excited to learn from you because this is such a hot thing Mm -hmm. in our space. There's always a debate. Do I do them? Do I not? Which ones do I do? And now there are reels on Facebook, specific to Facebook, Mm -hmm. 
There's reels on Instagram. And of course, you can put videos pretty much anywhere, not to mention TikTok. Mm -hmm. So let's start with Facebook. What have you tried with Facebook videos in the past? And how has that gone? So in terms of my journey with Facebook, when Facebook had originally introduced long form video, I think that was like two, three years ago, I sort of gave it a bit of added a few videos and it didn't go anywhere. So I stopped. And recently I got access to Reels in that was like end of November, early December timeframe. I was like, okay, fine. I'm already making these TikTok videos and I'm already posting them over on Instagram Reels. And why don't I just take them and post them on Facebook Reels as well? So I basically just repurposed all my TikTok and Instagram Reels onto Facebook. And I saw that they started to take off and they started to get a lot more engagement than anything I have ever posted on Facebook before. So I had sort of written off Facebook, you know, in the last few years as, you know, it's just something that's there. We just keep posting there. I have a VA who posts things every day. She posts a few things on there and that's kind of, it was just working, you know, kind of chugging along. But with the Facebook Reels starting to take off, I saw that there was a lot more engagement. There were people that were coming over and also following the page. The page started to grow. And the best part that I really liked about Facebook Reels more than TikTok or Instagram is that in Facebook, you can actually have conversations in the comments. Like you can drop links, you can have really long conversations, right? Like Facebook comments can get really long and there's no character limit. And it's a great way to drive traffic. So you're not just talking about that one link, you can add multiple links, but people ask, okay, what was that? And you can just add the link right there. You don't have to say, go to my bio, go click on that and go find that and things like that. So it started to look really promising. And I was able to convert a lot of people over. I had a lot of people come over looking for more things on my website, sign up for my email and all of that stuff. This is interesting. One of my favorite food bloggers, Jenna Urban, she's at The Urban Life. Mm -hmm. And she has been promoting Facebook Reels recently because she had a similar experience where her Facebook account was like pretty stagnant for a while, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then she started doing Reels and found this wild engagement and her entire account just took off. Mm -hmm. And I don't know her numbers exactly, but it went from something like a thousand total followers to like 30,000 or something ridiculous like that. Have you found something Mm -hmm. similar where it's more than engagement and also you're acquiring new followers? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, when I started in December, I was at like 18,000 followers. And honestly, I probably only got like 3000 followers for the last three, four years, because I was at 15,000 followers like four years ago when I had one of my videos take off. And that was like a short, you know, hands and pants type of video a long time ago. And then it was just stagnant, right? So I was at 18k. But as of today, I'm at 70.3k. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, those numbers are just so cool and they're hard to argue with. It's worth the time. It is. And the deal is that it's not just the reels because the kind of like rising tide lifts all boats. So once the reels started taking off, all my other posts started to do very well as well. Like just regular posts, like a picture and a caption kind of post, they're doing well as well. 
And since everything was doing well, I was like, okay, fine, let's try long form video. So, you know, uh, uh, like three minute plus videos that you can post on Facebook and monetize that. And so I was like, okay, let's try that. So when I started posting those videos, they started to do well as well. And I hit monetization in like just six weeks, four or five weeks of starting to post them. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you anticipate this getting more saturated? The more bloggers that learn, or I guess anyone who learns about it, because I feel like it's kind of an untapped space right now. So what are your thoughts about the future of Facebook Reels? I think Facebook Facebook is putting in a lot of resources into it for sure, because now you see Reels everywhere on Facebook. Like when you scroll through your home feed, you're going to see like these little carousels of Reels every few posts. So they're putting a lot of resources into it and a lot of push into it. And of course, like everything else, everyone, when, as people, more and more people come in, it is going to get saturated. But if you can create that audience, right, if you can create that loyal audience who always comes back to you, so you're not just any other person who's creating entertainment reels or just, you know, dancing reels or, you know, things like that. (laughs) But you are bringing value. That's kind of what I'm getting at is when you're bringing value, when people see, okay, I learn something every time I watch this person's videos or reels, or I find some really great ideas every time I watch this person's reels or videos, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to look for them. And that's the important part at no matter where you're making those videos. Yeah, that's very well said. So you and I know others who are finding success with Facebook Reels are using this new traction to really grow your entire business because Mm -hmm. you can gather emails, you can pump up your groups. If you have a group Mm -hmm. on Facebook, you can do so many things just through this. It's like a portal, (laughs) like this Mm -hmm. portal will allow so much growth in other areas, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's so cool. I did an experiment at the urging of the friend I mentioned Mm -hmm. to just put up Facebook Reels on my account for, I think we agreed on like three times a week, so Mm -hmm. not much for like six to eight weeks. And I already had videos created, so it was a Mm no-brainer for me. I just took my videos, I repurposed them, I put them on Facebook, added music, Mm -hmm. and then put a short description. And... I just looked at the results last week and I think I had like 14,000 visits to my blog from Mm -hmm. Facebook, which is unheard. Like that is extraordinary for me. Usually it's like, I don't know, 500, Mm -hmm. a thousand, you know, like something not close to 14,000. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's huge. And I put such little time into doing that. So especially if you have content that you can repurpose. Mm -hmm. I think it's a no-brainer to get on this train right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing the same similar numbers like you mentioned, Uh, like the traffic is huge. I had never expected to say that, you know, Facebook's one of my biggest traffic drivers right now. But (sighs) yeah, there is so much potential there. So much potential. Get on this wagon because just like every other platform and tool, quickly gets saturated. And I just think 
get on it while it's not and reap some of those benefits if you can. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else about Reels before we talk about other platforms and videos? One other thing to mention is that so Facebook also has a Reels bonus program, kind of like Instagram Uh, does. So I got invited to that and I don't know what the requirements are. I haven't been able to find that anywhere, but at some point I got invited to it. And that's pretty lucrative as well, much more than Instagram Reels. I believe Jenna was talking about this program. And I think that it's like really one of those things that's like really hard to achieve. Mm -hmm. It's a crazy number. But if you can achieve it, then you can make some extra money. So definitely if you're into Reels, keep your eyes open for it. I mean, it can't hurt just to check it out, right? Yeah. I mean, and it's very sneaky because it shows up in your creator yeah. studio, like a little banner that you might just, you know, kind of dismiss, you know, what what is this kind of thing. But it, you have yeah. to keep looking in your creator studio. And uh, yeah, you'll see it one day. I think it probably depends on the number of views or something. I don't know exactly what the requirements are. But yeah. Okay. So before you click that X away, <laughs> read what you're clicking. Yeah. I've done that before where I'm like, oh no, I just clicked away an amazing offer and I don't know how to get it back or find it. So that's great advice too. Let's talk about some other areas where we can put up our video. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about Instagram, TikTok? Yeah. I mean, and I probably like to talk about the Facebook videos just a little bit more oh, sure. because yep. so Facebook has the long form videos as well, right? That you can monetize, which are different from reels. They're the one minute plus videos, three minute videos. So okay. if, and they can start doing well as well. So with the reels doing well, I started adding those videos in and there as well, if you have video content already, you can easily take it and sort of edit it to create multiple variations of it. So you can make a square video, which is like three minutes long, make a 16 by nine, which is five minutes long, take the same video, turn it into like three tips to do something rather than the whole project or recipe. So you can make multiple variations of it and just start posting those videos. And that will help also achieve the requirements that you need to monetize those videos. And you mentioned earlier that in the situation with Facebook Reels, a rising tide lifts all ships. Mm -hmm. So if you really dive into Facebook Reels and that's succeeding, then most likely everything else on Facebook is going to be succeeding too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what are the requirements for just the long form video? Is it up to three minutes or a minimum of three minutes? So it's a minimum of one minute now. Ah, okay. Originally, their requirement was something really crazy, which was very hard to achieve. So it used to be, I think, 60,000 one-minute views on three-minute videos, which was sort of really ridiculous because people (laughs) would have such a small attention span, right? Nobody's going to watch one minute of a three-minute video. But now their requirement is 600,000 minutes viewed on one-minute-plus videos. So even if somebody views... 15 seconds of your one minute plus video, it counts towards the overall minutes viewed. So it's sort of make things a little bit easier. Okay, that makes sense. I love how they just constantly rework things. So it's like the numbers (laughs) change, and then you have to adhere to new standards. So how do you keep up with that? How do you know what the standards are as they evolve? Uh, Well, 
this was basically an accidental discovery <laughs> because I was posting those three minute plus videos. And then I think I posted by accident, I posted a version of the video, which was not three minutes. It was my the video I make for my ad network, for Ad Thrive and for my website. So, so they're all usually like about 60 seconds to 90 second videos. So I posted that by accident and that took off. And I was like, wait, and then I went into my insights and I saw that I was actually achieving the requirement a lot faster than I thought I would be because, you know, I didn't have that many views, one minute views on three minute videos. So it just sort of happened by accident. And then I kind of dug into what they were saying for the requirements because it's not very clear anywhere. Yeah, that's how I discovered it. But okay. yeah, it's, it's hard to keep up with all things that keep changing. Yeah, sure. I know. It's just our world, though. <laughs> Something we get used to. Yeah. Does that cover everything with Facebook? Or was there anything else you wanted to cover before we move on? No, I think that pretty much covers Facebook. Let's take a quick break to talk about SideChef and their new affiliate program. SideChef is a free recipe cooking app that I have been using for the last decade, and I love it. It's a meal planner tool, and my favorite feature is the possibility to buy the ingredients from my favorite recipes with just one click directly from their app or website. And they have some great news to share. They just launched their affiliate program, which offers you, foodie content creators, a new way of monetizing your food content by turning all your recipes shoppable. So how does it work? It's simple. You sign up to SideChef's recipe-based affiliate program, upload the recipe ingredients of the recipe you want to promote, and SideChef's online grocery technology will generate you a link that you can add to your webpage, social media posts, or wherever you want. Your fans will click on the link and all the ingredients will be matched to the products available at their local Walmart store. The best part is that you will receive a commission on each successful purchase. One important thing to note about this program is that there is no exclusivity or sharing of your content. You keep the ownership and control. SideChef just makes it easier for anyone to shop your delicious recipes. To learn more about SideChef's affiliate program, go to sidechef.com forward slash affiliate and apply today. Again, go to sidechef.com forward slash affiliate and apply today. Now back to the episode. Okay. Do you want to talk about Instagram since there are reels over there too? Talk about what we need to know with those reels and also just video in general. Well, Instagram reels, Instagram is definitely favoring reels. We know, we all know that now because our feeds are full of reels and that's mostly what we see. And reels are mostly that get the most engagement. I have noticed that in the last few weeks, I think there's been a change to the algorithm and my older reels, like reels I posted probably a month ago are getting views, still getting views, which was sort of unheard of with Instagram. So there is definitely a lot of possibilities there. So what I have started doing is, you know, taking my TikTok videos, my Facebook reels and pulling them over to Instagram and just reposting them. The great thing about Facebook reels is that when you download them from Facebook, they don't have a logo on it. They don't have anything. So you can easily Uh. repost them to Instagram or TikTok without any issues with that. That's great to know. So when you do it the other way, I know TikTok does have logos, but... Instagram does do. Instagram has to. Okay. So Instagram and TikTok both label their reels, but Facebook does not. Do you think they will eventually? 
Uh, they probably will. <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> okay, so another reason to get on that <laughs> before mm-hmm. they change it. <laughs> yes, yes. Essentially, I do do all of my editing on my computer on Premiere Pro instead of doing it in the app or, you know, doing it on my mobile. But I always take it over and add some in-app effects or, you know, of course, the captions and music and stuff. But, you know, I might take over a couple of clips and put them together in the app, whether it's TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, because they like you editing things in their apps, right? Uh huh. Yep. I've noticed that when you take the time to add unique music or maybe put a text overlay or something, that those reels do way better than if you just pull it in with embedded music. Have you found that too? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else about Instagram videos? So aside from reels, what about just uploading a video to Instagram? I haven't done much of that. So I can't really speak to that. Okay. I mean, I used to use videos before Reels was a thing. I would upload, you know, just square videos to Instagram and those used to do well. But since Reels has come in, I haven't really been using much of that. Is IGTV dead? I have no idea. I haven't heard about it in a bit. So I'm not sure. I know a lot of food bloggers were digging into that when it, I don't know, a couple years ago mm-hmm. when it first came out. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh no, am I going to have to learn <laughs> how to do this? Because it was longer form and it was something people put a lot of time and energy into. Mm-hmm. So I think it just kind of died off. But I must say I'm happy that Reels took over because Reels are short and sweet and you don't need to like talk in front of the camera. You can just produce really easy, low-key content Mm -hmm. that doesn't have like, you know, the best, most polished appearance. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that is also very key to being relatable to people. And that sort of works a lot better than just really edited videos. Yes, that's it. Right there. Being relatable Mm -hmm. because people, when they see the highly polished content, they think, well, who is this person? I could never possibly be like them. But when they see something that's not as polished, then they're more likely to relate to it. Yeah. What else do you have about like timing for reels or content? Like what's doing really well with reels content right now? So with reels content on every platform, so I'm going to include TikTok as well, because it's basically the same kind of content, yeah. right? So TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, what I have found does well are tips and tricks, like really mm. quick, basic things that people don't either don't pay attention to, or they don't know. I mean, it can be as simple as I'm trying to think of a food analogy here, like how to, <laughs> how to melt butter, like how to soften butter in a microwave right? Or something really simple that might be very intuitive for you, but it's not for a lot of people. So those little things do really well. And I found them almost every time, like I'm doing something and I'm like, oh, wait, if I'm using a drill and I'm like, okay, wait, I've never talked about what these numbers on the drill are. And I just went and recorded a quick video while I was in the middle of a project about that. And I posted that and that did amazingly well because Everybody else also has that question, but nobody asks it. Like they'll just use it without mm. thinking about what those numbers are for. 
Mm, it's very interesting. So yeah. simple little tips and tricks are doing really amazingly right now. I've also noticed that the reels seem to be getting shorter on Instagram and that those are doing great too, mm -hmm. like just five seconds or something like that. Just five seconds? <laughs> well, I, and I'm talking wow. about like food videos yeah. where it's like a caramel pour mm -hmm. and someone pours the caramel oh. and then it's like a couple seconds yeah. of another part of the recipe, but literally mm -hmm. just like, yeah, five to 10 seconds and yeah. those seem to be trending right now. Have you seen anything like that? What you're talking about are like those oddly satisfying videos, right? They're the hashtag oddly sure. satisfying. So yeah, definitely. Those do very well too. So one of my videos on TikTok that did well, which I should probably bring over to Facebook and Reels is me just driving this screw into a board and, you know, the ASMR uh -huh. and yeah. <laughs> so definitely That's those funny. really quick little videos. For sure. I like how you said that oddly satisfying because that does relate to a lot of food content because there's like the chocolate drips mm -hmm. and the the cheese pulls. Oh, I have yeah. a few of those I should totally put on reels or caramel being dripped mm -hmm. or syrup being drizzled over pancakes or something like that. Mm -hmm. People will sit and watch that on repeat because it's just, yeah, like oddly satisfying. It's yes. so crazy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what else about Instagram to create engagement or do you want to move on to TikTok? We can move on to TikTok with Instagram. Yeah. Basically we've already talked about the reels and yeah, people creating okay. engagement there. Yep. So what do we need to know about TikTok? Well, TikTok is essentially very similar in terms of the type of content that I'm putting out. It's either a recap of the project or it's uh, simple tips and tricks. And they both seem to do well. The tips and tricks seem to bring in more followers and the projects seem to get more shares, which is very interesting. But yeah, I mean, TikTok is pretty much, you know, I think one of the things that I've noticed with TikTok is, and actually I found this because I was watching food videos and I saw this kind of tactic where there, it creates a loop. So you're like mm. arranging food on a platter, then you go into how you made it. At the end, you're still arranging food on a platter. So you don't realize oh. when the video ends. You don't realize when the video ends and it starts oh. again. So it's sort of a loop. So I Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, that's one thing that I actually learned from the food TikTok videos is Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cool. I just wrote that down. That's a great idea. And food is a really easy way to do that because yeah, mm -hmm. I can see someone just getting stuck in that loop and not knowing when to click out because mm -hmm. they think it's just ongoing. Yes. Yeah. And the other right. thing that always works, I guess, for all the platforms is that, you know, you start off with a hook, of course, but of course you do want to fulfill your promise that you make in the hook because I've had, you know, videos where are you making eggs the right way? And then you, you're like, okay, wait, what? Am I making the eggs the right way? Is this how you're supposed to make? And then you just watch it. But the video that I'm thinking about, that was a complete, you know, I mean, he literally just cracked an egg on the pan and that's it. That's all he did. And I mean, that was, <laughs> that was like a clickbait, <laughs> but there's so much you can take and do with it. If you really have a little trick that you can use, then using that hook makes a huge difference at the beginning. Yeah, the hook is good. And again, same with that oddly satisfying content. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ways to hook people in with food because we need food to survive and it's so yummy. So yeah. I think we have a lot of opportunity yeah, there. And you eat with your eyes. And 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Yep. What else about TikTok? I know it's pretty easy to gain followers, like you said, and shares and all of that. Are there ways to extra ways to get extra engagement? Pretty much. It does comes down to consistency because, I mean, that's the case with all the platforms, of course, is that the more you create videos, the more consistently you create videos, the more your account grows and you get more engagement as well. One of the things that I've noticed with TikTok is that people will come over to your profile and go through your videos. So I'll see somebody come over and just like like all of my videos or comment on like 10 of my videos. And I know that they just discovered me and they're going through my videos. So you always want to have a nice collection of things that kind of portray you like what you are about. So you always want to make sure that there's a mix of content in there. And there is a good, if you are talking about, say, one project or say a recipe and you want to have supporting content around it on your profile, sort of like how on the blogs, you know, we write something and then we'll have supporting content about that. So you can kind of web everything together. Similarly on TikTok, you want to create that kind of a web because that makes a huge difference. Would you say that applies to other platforms too, like Facebook and Instagram? I mean, Instagram, yes. But Facebook, it's very hard because when you come into Facebook, you're seeing all the other content on your page as well. So you wouldn't be able to create that cohesive thing with just reels. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I do. Instagram yeah. for sure. Yes, definitely. But it works wonders on TikTok for sure. Like I've seen it work on TikTok. So the bottom line, what I'm pulling away from our conversation, Annika, is that we really should be diving into reels on every platform it's offered, videos and TikTok, and that will increase our engagement on all the platforms and only benefit our business. Does that sum it up well? That is right. Yes. Yes. Okay. It seemed like it's a lot, right? Because <laughs> now we're talking about all of these platforms and all of these videos, but you can easily just create it one time and post it on different platforms and just stagger them out by a couple of days, create a calendar and stagger them out and it works. Thank you for inspiring us. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Is there anything we missed or if like a main takeaway you want food bloggers to have in mind as they venture out into the world of reels and video? No, I think the main thing is just try it and just get started and just keep trying it. It'll yeah. get there eventually. Yes. Yes. It is a patient situation. Yes. You have to be yes. a little bit patient and consistent like you mentioned too, I think. And the ones who do that are rewarded, yes. at least from what I've seen. So thank you so much. This was such a fun chat and definitely encouraging me to venture more out into the world of reels. I have dabbled, but I've never been consistent with it. So thank you for the encouragement today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on here. It was a pleasure to talk. Yes, my pleasure. Do you have a favorite quote or words of inspiration to leave us with? Yeah, actually, it and it kind of falls into what we were just talking about uh, towards the end is this quote from Jim Collins, good to great, is sustainable transformations follow a predictable pattern of buildup and breakthrough. So it's sort of like pushing a giant flywheel. It takes a lot of effort to get it moving, uh, but you have to persistently push it in a consistent direction to get 
over the hump and it builds momentum and eventually it'll hit a point of breakthrough. I love that. I love that so much. There is so much truth in that. And it's so hard to get the momentum, like to get to that point, Mm -hmm. which is why I feel like a lot of people don't get there. But if you can, there's absolute magic. And then it just everything explodes in a good way. Absolutely. Yeah. Love the way we ended there. Uh, We'll put together a show notes page for you, Annika. So if anyone wants to go look at those, go to eblogtalk.com forward slash Annika's DIY life. Tell everyone where they can find you online and on social media, et cetera, Annika. Yes, absolutely. My website is annikasdiylife.com and it's annikasdiylife on all the social media. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Awesome. Go check Annika out. And thank you again being here so much. And thank you for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.